Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. When's the last time you checked your legal title to your home? Um, if you're saying, maybe it was like three days ago because I'm really diligent on this stuff, you're lying. We know you don't check the home title of your home. That's why Home Title Lock exists. Uh, if you want to be the type of person, like a one homeowner, that actually was pulling up to their house and, and uh, they, uh, well, everything got shut down because their house was bulldozed in front of them because someone else thought they had bought the house and were redoing it. Well, that's not what was going on because it was uh, stolen. Uh, your home title can be stolen from, you know, various cyber criminals and then sold again without you even realizing it. You can still be living in the house and they just sell it for, out from under you. Home Title Lock helps you protect your home. Don't let this happen to you. Go with Home Title Lock. Protect your home. Everyone around here has it because we've been talking about this for such a long time. HomeTitleLock.com. The promo code is back. HomeTitleLock.com. Code is back for your you get 30 risk-free days of protection when you sign up now. And then you can protect yourself going forward so your house doesn't get bulldozed. Seems pretty obvious. HomeTitleLock.com. Code is back. It's HomeTitleLock.com. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. Um, we're going we're to start with the world being upside down. Why not? We're here. We're queer. We're coming for your children. Let's just talk about that for a second because NBC shed some new light on that. We begin in 60 seconds. Daniel wrote in about his dog's experience with Rough Greens. Um, uh, He writes in that uh, Finnegan is 12 years old, a husky lab who used to sleep most of the day. He had to spike his food every day with cheese, and then he wouldn't eat most of his food, sometime for days. This sounds exactly like Uno. A month or so into Rough Greens, Finnegan uh, is incredibly active, runs and plays with all the other dogs. I wish I would have discovered Rough Greens years ago. Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black that you sprinkle on your dog's food. Remember, brown food is dead food. Well, I mean, except for meat. Well, I mean, it is dead food. I mean, I wouldn't want to eat a cow alive. Anyway, uh, this is filled with vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. Do you know what it's like to live in my head? It's not a fun place. It's probably in Rough Greens if it's good. The folks at Rough Greens so confident your dog is going to love it. They have a special deal for you. Go to roughgreens.com slash back. They'll give you your first trial bag for free. Roughgreens.com slash back. 
hell, hello, Stu. Glenn, how are you today? Have they come for your children yet? Ah, well, I'm fine. Children uh, are, are on vacation. They're with their grandparents, so I don't know. My gosh, they may have so come already. For them. And we're old. We're grandparents, and we're coming for your children. Oh my! Gosh, <laughs> they took them from the airport, Glenn. My dad, right at the airport. Mm-hmm. <gasps> you know who it is? I bet it was the grandparents of that guy that steals luggage. <laughs> you know, the guy who was mm-hmm. in the nuclear. Yeah. Samuel Brinton. I'm old. I'm the grandparent of that guy who I can't remember <laughs> that used to work at the nuclear thing. And I'm coming for your children's <laughs> suitcases. Uh, over the weekend. Everybody's been talking about this video uh, that has been circulating a New York uh, City Pride March. We're coming. We're coming for your children. The chant has uh, apparently, according to uh, many, has been used by year for years, and it's a it's a almost a tradition now. Gay rights activists they use these expressions to um, you know to counter the slurs against LGBTQ people. Now, I would just like to point out to anybody who is on the right, if you're marching, the slur is always that you're some sort of a Nazi or something. Let's not, let's not say we're here, we're Nazis, we're coming for the Jews. I think that would be a very bad thing to do. Who would do that? Who would do that? Now, I'm going to admit something. I don't know if I've ever admitted on the air. But I was young and stupid. I was probably 25 years old, 24 years old. And I was on the air in Houston, Texas. And I was the morning guy. And I was, as I said, young and stupid. And would do anything for a laugh. I happen to have a dark sense of humor. Not everybody does. I was uh, invited to be on Stu's eyes. (laughs) I look over and Stu's eyes are just wide like, what? The hell is coming. Oh gosh, I hate when these stories come and I don't know what how they end. That this is this is You know how like they have stories of like you wake up and you're doing a speech and then you look down and you don't have your pants on? This is the moment I have nightmares about. This one. <laughs> so I was invited to uh participate in a parade at the Johnson Space Center in Houston. Now, I happen to be riding uh, on a giant, like, boombox, which provided me a microphone for the boombox. And I was waving. All of these astronauts and everything are all around in cars, you know, in Corvettes or whatever. They're all driving. And I thought it would be funny if I just said, Hi! It's all a hoax. It was all a hoax. <laughs> oh, that was uh, I died laughing until uh, about a quarter of the way into the parade. <laughs> somebody jumped out of a car 
and said, I'm with the families of the Challenger. Could you not say that anymore? And I'm like, no, I didn't mean you guys. That was real. I meant the moon thing. (laughs) It was bad. It was bad. Okay. Uh, Yeah. There's a reason nobody knows that story until now. Mm -hmm. It's been 40 years to get that story told. Uh, But the only reason why I bring it up is because sometimes people are that stupid. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. So I'll give you the benefit of the doubt that there are stupid people. And I'll give you the benefit of the doubt that maybe it used to be funny. Okay? Amongst yourselves. It's not funny now. It hasn't been funny in quite some time. Especially when people are concerned about their children in schools. You know, before the drag queens were doing drag queen story hour, before you were telling our children that, you know, hey, queen, you can be a queen too, and they're seven, it might have been funny in some circles. It is not funny now, it is actually very scary. So can you stop saying it? Because if you don't stop saying it, we have to take you seriously. You know, that's kind of a, I don't know, kind of a safety uh, tip that I like. When someone threatens you or your family, I take you seriously. If I, you know what wouldn't have been funny? Uh, hey, NASA astronauts, I'm coming for your children. It it wouldn't have been funny. People tend not to have a sense of humor when their children are threatened. Especially when, you know, people are like, hey, I think people are grooming children. All right. So now, on the good side. Let me give you this story from MSNBC. Conservative politicians, pundits have increasingly referred to advocates for the LGBTQ community as groomers, um, associating people who oppose laws that restrict drag performances or classroom discussions of gender identity with pedophiles. The charge is an echo of a decades-old trope. Anti-gay activists have used to paint the community as a threat to the country's youth. The allegation is that some advocates say endangers LGBTQ people and the intense reaction to the video has scared some attendees who insist the quip has been taken out of context. No, it, it, it hasn't. Can we play the whole clip, please? Okay, stop. I think by... You know, marching in the streets like drag queens, exposed breasts, you know, naked, whatever. I think I have it in context. I do. Now, I miss the <laughs> that's funny part of it because of the times in which we live. Okay, You know, you know what wouldn't be funny is Mel Brooks' History of the World Part 1 or Part 2 when uh, he's doing the Inquisition and also the Nazi Roundup. Springtime for Hitler would not be funny 
while people were concerned about being put into ovens. It can be funny after. It can be funny before. But it's not funny during the debate. Now, I can't believe I am quoting this from NBC. But a drag performer named Fussy Lomain. (laughs) A given name? I don't think so, but maybe. Okay. I'm not in with the Lomain family, so... Uh, Fussy Lomain says, it's really scary to us. Uh, it doesn't represent everyone. It represents that individual. I thought it was a dumb idea, and I started champ- chanting on top of it with alter- alternative verses. Fussy Lomain, as if that is their real name, um, is right. And more people should have felt that way. Organizer of this year's drag march known as... Oh God. This is a serious news article. <laughs> An organizer for this year's drag march known as Huckle Fairy Ken. Given name. Who also, perf- hmm? who also performs in drag is as Sister Lottie Da. Given declined name? an interview request. <laughs> yes. Uh, that Well, she's a sister, so it's, it was a chosen name. You okay. got to cho- <laughs> choose it when you take your vows. Oh, okay. Um, she was uh, citing fears uh, for his safety in light of the backlash of the video clip. But he said in an email that coming for your children chant was a bad joke that is being used uh, to serve the interest. Listen to this. To serve the interests of parasitic predatory political propaganda and policy so the she they are mad because i don't know which i'm not sure which way we're going here but so they are mad that this this chant of theirs is being misused it's not no, that they shouldn't I think be the saying opposite. it well no wait a minute i was going to say it was the opposite but bad joke that is being used to serve the interest of the parasitic parasitic it wouldn't you wouldn't call you call a parasite something that goes into a movement and eats it and becomes its, you know, destroys the host. I th- well, so I think the bad joke is coming from within. Possibly. I thought I took that as they're saying basically conservatives are using this bad joke, which is just a joke, to destroy the LGBT movement from within. Mm. Um, yeah, that that would then that would be a very uh, unlightened point of view from Sister Lottie Da, which is in, I, it's, uh, it's so it'd be so out of character for Sister Lottie Da to to have such a basic understanding of this and really done no deep thought. You think when you come, Sister Lottie Da, you're going to get somebody who's really put a lot of time and thought into each statement made and this sure. is totally like sure i don't think it's nearly as in-depth as sister lottie does thesis on this topic that you can of course read online i'm sure uh very very well intricate. i think under the nom de plume of sister lottie da you'd have to look it up under uh huckle fairy ken yeah that's the i think huckle fairy ken uh, is obviously you know a well-known so there you figure. go There's more on this in just a second. First, let me tell you about Relief Factor. If you're living with pain in your life, I'm not going to pretend that I know exactly what you're going through every moment uh, of every day, but I can tell you I've had pain before, really bad pain. 
uh, and it's probably nothing like yours, but getting up every day, oof, every day I would get up and I would just be like, I've got to go back to bed. I hurt so bad. How long is it going to be before I can lay down again? It was horrible. I hated it. I am not that way anymore. And in large part because I have it here to take it for this morning, uh, relief factor, relief factor. Uh, I take these uh, three times a day. When things get really bad, I take them three times a day. And uh, they stop my pain. They stop the inflammation. It is really a godsend. At least it has been to me. And 70% of the people who try it for three weeks just as a trial go on to order more month after month. Just see if that's you. The three-week quick start 1995 trial pack, not a drug, developed by doctors to not whack you out. It's all natural. It's uh, relieffactor.com. Call 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF or relieffactor.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Oh, yeah, dog. Welcome to it. Uh, Glenn, are you familiar with the latest uh, front in the LGBTQQIA2 plus rights movement? No, I'm not sure about the new front on the... Uh, LGBTQQIA2+. Mm-hmm. So movement. this is going to seem, I think, almost quaint in comparison to we're coming for your children uh-huh. at a parade. Um, mm-hmm. But it's an interesting uh, thing. Basically, you, you, the ramifications of these giant changes in society are far-reaching, right? You have mm-hmm. a change like, mm-hmm. for example, gay marriage, which, you know, is mm-hmm. now supported by the majority of Americans. And But sure, what, sure. what does that mean down the line? The latest thing is if you, let's say, are a straight couple, man and a woman, and you uh, try to conceive children and you are unable to do so, you go to a fertility expert uh, and perhaps they come up with some way, I don't know, you know, test tubes and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, That's right. magic you dust or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Whatever it is. Like happy. And they figure right. out a way, hopefully for you to conceive. They have all sorts of uh, treatments mm-hmm. and everyone knows about that. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's how that works. Well, the new front mm-hmm. on this is lesbian and gay couples who are saying, well, we can't conceive either. So we go to our doctors and ask our health insurance to cover treatments so that we can and they say no well that's unfair why don't we get equal rights because i can tell you why (laughs) i can tell you why from the insurance point of view i can tell you why Uh it's not a risk that's a guarantee uh, uh, insurance Mm -hmm. is all about gambling right okay they put a they put a price on it hoping that you're not going to get catastrophically sick when the more data they have and go, okay, you got a long history of being really, really ill. So we're going to make you pay more Mm -hmm. because we're taking the risk. There is no risk. If you're married and you're same sex couple or whatever it is, and you want a child, there is no risk. The risk of you getting pregnant is zero. Zero. Hmm. So what is the insurance supposed to do? You know, you want me to cover that if you get married and uh, uh, and you want me to cover that. OK, I'm just going to look at the price 
of what it will take to find a baby for you and stuff it in your belly or whatever it is we're going to do. And I'm just going to write that and you're just going to pay that uh, as a monthly figure broken up over two years. That, that, and that would be the right thing to do for the insurance company. Hmm. Yeah, because I think zero. Yeah, because that's the thing. You looked at it from the insurance uh, company's perspective, and I think that's true. Because one of the things that they do, like health insurance, is designed to say your body's supposed to work in this way. It is not working in this mm-hmm. way right now. We need to t- give you treatment, and our your insurance will cover that to try to make your body work the way it's supposed to. Well, these couples, the lesbian and gay couples, their bodies are working the way they're supposed to. They're working perfectly. They're not designed. Mm-hmm. When these two people come mm-hmm. together to produce a child, that's how the body's supposed to work. Mm-hmm. The problem is, mm-hmm. you think our society is going to go forward admitting that? Are they? Is this a country that you're confident will actually admit that two women cannot have a child together, or two men cannot have a child together? We're sitting here currently saying that men can get pregnant. There's no way our society holds the line on that. They well, are, they've already said well, that minute, Disney minute, provides minute, this treatment already, uh, by the way. Just, are you denying that pigs have wings and wishes are horses <laughs> and the moon yes. is not made of Stilton? Yes, that is exactly what I'm admitting. Uh, wow. There's no Stilton. That's that's <laughs> And like, that's okay. You know, that's just how. But like, if you want to go through that process, that's something you're going to have to pony up and pay for in my world. In in this world, though, are you telling me that this country is not going to come together and force every single insurance company in America, because of fairness, to provide well, this? You know what? They, all that will do is drive everybody's insurance uh, through the roof, mm-hmm. and because somebody's going to have to pay for it, and so we'll spread out the non-risk risk, and uh, everybody will pay for it. And uh, won't that be great? That'll be socialism. Seems to be. So you might as goal. well have the way if we continue to force the insurance companies to take risks that they don't want to take, then you might as well just go to socialism, and then everybody's going to have crappy health care. I mean, I know some people have really crappy health care, and I'm sorry, and I would like to, I'd like to free the insurance companies up from you know maybe even being uh, cross state. If you can go cross state lines and ins- and insure people, well, guess what? You'd have a bigger base. You'd be able to make your prices go down. Uh, but they won't even consider that. And all the government is doing is forcing people uh, to uh, lose more and more money. I don't like greedy insurance companies, but I do like insurance when it's run properly. And if you don't like the the bet and bet that you're not going to turn out this way or that way, you want a guaranteed outcome, well, then you're just going to have to pay the full price. That's the way it is. Back in just a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. There is going to come a day, hopefully not that far in the future, where the people of the future will look back and be appalled at the freest country in the world that killed millions, tens of millions, of their own unborn children. It is our job as people who live at this time to try to bring that day as fast as possible. Every day, the Ministry of Preborn stands up to fight against abortion. 
by providing expecting mothers with free ultrasounds and postnatal care for up to two years. Preborn is saving 200 lives a day. That's 200 babies who are going to go on and live their lives and become members of society. You can be a part of this miracle. Would you consider donating anything, but in honor of the 64 million uh, babies that have been lost, would you consider donating $64 to honor the precious lives lost to keep the lives of those safe from this risk? Say the keyword baby at pound 250. Just dial pound 250 keyword baby or preborn.com slash back. Sponsored by Preborn. Okay, I, uh, I toured the Smithsonian a couple of months ago back in Washington, D.C. And coming here and seeing this display gives you a totally different perspective of what American history was. You get more of the true history here. I did not know that Teddy Roosevelt had been shot. I had no idea that he had ever been shot. And so to see the letter with the bullet holes in it and everything, amazing. I had no idea of that history. Well, I think it was pretty cool being Native American from Chico, California, that they, George Washington gave a medal to a Native American. And like, I would have never thought that. In fact, I hated America, didn't pledge. I would stand, but never said it, never put my heart on my chest because I had believed that uh, the government, which some, everybody, you know, people are people, um, destroyed Indians, you know, and they did. But at the same time, there was Indians, the code talkers, you know, that that were there and you know as I learn more and more history it's kind of cool to be like all right there's some there's some people who are fighting for um, Native Americans you know black people Chinese people Japanese people all the people that come to America to be an American and to live for freedom fight for freedom so yeah George Washington giving a medal to Native American was awesome I think I feel I feel inspired, empowered, really, you know, uh, kind of a sense of needing to, to speak out and to stand for, for freedom and, and kind of figure out what my part is in all of this and, and, and go do it, go, go to work, go, go, to, go to battle, really. Uh, like I said, we, we don't know if we're going to win or not or what the outcome's going to be, but it's, it's our duty to, to do something, right? Not to stand on the sidelines, but to, um, you know, to be a active participant in our in our history and and in, in what we in, in our community it is really truly amazing we're here in st george um and we're doing uh the history museum taking it on road to make sure that your kids know the truth this independence day about american history hopefully um we are going to be um putting it on the road all across America. We'd love to know if you wanted it in your community. And, um, but it is uh, something that I think at this point in our history, we have to decide. And I'm hearing this a lot. People are saying something hit them, you know, and it's, it's weird because it's a different section for everyone. I think when people see the first draft of the Declaration of Independence and then the final draft of the stone copy of it from 1823, um, we've had several people tear up uh, at that. The black founders section is remarkable. Slavery is very, very powerful. 
Abraham Lincoln, the Gettysburg Address, all of these things that you may never have seen before or didn't even know existed uh, are here. And it is, um, it's a wonderful experience. I'm going to be there all day today. I, they don't let me in, but I'm going to sneak in. I've got, oh, I've got plans. Oh, I have plans. Uh, so I will be there uh, today and invite you. I think they sell some walk-up tickets. They're letting more people in. We have more capacity than we thought. We wanted to make sure that it wasn't too crowded, uh, and uh, it's not. So I don't know. There, You might get here, and you may have to wait an hour or something to get in, um, but it's uh, filling it now to capacity, uh, larger capacity than we, we thought we could uh, hold. You can get your tickets also on unitedwepledge.org. Do you think you have enough so. stuff yet? Now, let me rephrase that. Uh, are you still married? Is your wife uh, <laughs> just, just said, you I saw the stuff? How many Tanya is here, and she's been walking around in the museum, and some people recognize her, and they are all like, don't hate him. Don't hate him. I would if I were you, but don't hate him. Yeah. This hey, is, what do you mean you would? What was... I mean, first of all, there's a hundred reasons why they would, but the, I think the main one they're talking about there is the, uh, the purchase of all these uh, historical documents and uh, items, mm-hmm. which are great if you are going to a museum. Like, if you happen to be going to the museum, it's a it's a, it's a great thing that you've purchased all of this uh, stuff to preserve. <laughs> if you happen if to you're be the married wife, to the guy yeah. who's who's hemorrhaging every cent out of your bank account to purchase it. It's not as fun, I would imagine. Um, And uh, (laughs) this is why she's like, you know what? Let's concentrate on the positive. (laughs) Get into the room and start painting, big boy. Okay? Keep keep your painting going, because that seems to be the only thing purchasing all of this. That is, I mean, I do, I paint for two reasons. One, because it lets me escape into another world for a few hours, uh, you know, every day or every other day. Uh, and, uh, And the other is because... I got to sell something to, I mean, we're going to be living. I swear to you. If you listen to my wife, we're going to be living under a bridge <laughs> with, uh, George Washington's compass and Abraham Lincoln's, you know, clothing from the day that he died. She's like, mm-hmm. we'll have that in our shopping cart, but we got that going for us. Cause yeah. that's all we'll have going for us. That's her. That's, that's her version. Yeah. I, my version is please come by my art. Right. Please come by my art. Uh, GlennBeckArt.com, I believe it is, by the way. And yes, a lot of it is very yeah. expensive. This is stuff that actually is in galleries. And I've made fun of Glenn for this in the past because when he started actually, painting, have, he sucked really badly. And now he's somehow I have actually good at international collectors. Collectors. International collectors. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And I would say this. Yeah. I think the normal reaction to someone who hears this, that your art is hanging in a gallery, is like, how does this Hunter Biden-like scam work? Right. And I think that's a normal <laughs> question. There's a massive no, it would difference. Be, I would ask that. Yeah. That's a I, massive in fact, difference, I have I asked that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just not in apparently on the scam because I've asked that. How is this not the same as under Biden? Because that's crap. And uh, I mean, but people, I, I think Biden's much better than Hunter Biden, quite honestly. But well, uh, yes. you can see all of the art. We have uh, G. Clay's and we have posters of it and T-shirts of it and the originals. So bring your checkbook if you happen to be rich. Bring right. your checkbook because uh, we're going to milk you for every cent you have. 
And if you're Just not saying, rich, we're trying to put this thing on the road, right? You could do the you could do the posters, which are very nice and, and reasonably priced. Although I will say, yeah. um, if you think of the difference, essentially, like Hunter Biden's scam uh, was like he comes out with art, and then that fuels a bunch of coke filled, you know, hooker, uh, you know, wasted yeah. weekends. Where yours goes to like George Washington's handkerchief, like that. Yeah. Like there's some. <laughs> Some it's yeah. a, it's sort of well, the same thing, same. except less cocaine and more really nerdy documents. There is something coming up for sale on July 7th. I'm just saying I haven't talked to my wife about it yet, <laughs> but I will. If I sell some of this art as I am, I it is it's like it's a very important, important piece. I don't even want to tell you what it is. Um, I'll tell you when I get it or if I don't get it, what it was. It's really important. And uh, that's what all of the money goes for. So, you know what the number one bestseller is here? What's the best-selling item we have? Mm, no, what? Dark Future. It's the new book, ah. and it's out in two weeks. You can get it now, signed or unsigned. Uh, right here. Yeah. Right here. Really big shoe. And it's better to get it unsigned because it's actually uh, worth more. Can I, can I tell you something? I have seen <laughs> I have seen them old books on eBay and a non-signed book will be, you know, I don't know, eight bucks. A signed book I've seen for sale for two. <laughs> <laughs> this one's been defaced. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. And it is American financing. Let me ask you, um, where are you now in terms of debt? You don't have to answer out loud, but you do have to think about it for a second. And I'm sorry to make you think about it. You, if you have long-term debt in the form of credit cards, um, that's a real problem. And I understand if everybody is racking up their credit cards, I get it. I mean, it, it is hard to survive right now. Government's not helping. The Fed's not helping. There is a bank out there that can help you. It's American Financing. American Financing works with the banks, but they are not part of the bank. Um, they're actually on your side. They're more of a broker, and they'll, they'll look for the right loan for you that fits your budget and fits the needs of your family. So if you're going to buy a new home, uh, buying homes appears to be up again, um, but if you're buying a new home, or if you have this high interest credit card debt, please consider AmericanFinancing.net. Right now, just on recall uh, or um, consolidation of your credit card loans, they're saving people up to $700 a month. That's the average, $700 a month. And they pay that debt off. You go from a 20% interest rate on your credit cards to about a 5 or 6% interest rate. That's the way to save money. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, in case you didn't know, the things you do with your money matter. You can often affect change in this country with your wallet as much as you can with your vote. We've certainly seen that over the past few months. 
one way of doing this is by buying things that are made in America. And I mean, like really made in America, because a lot of things say they're made in America, but surprise, surprise, they're not. They're not telling the truth. Um, it's hard to know, honestly, at times, who to trust. But I can tell you at least one place that you can trust, and that's American Giant. Uh, when you buy from American Giant, you get your clothing there, uh, you know you are getting true American quality, a product with merit made by people in this country for a fair wage. Every stitch of thread, every metal rivet, every drop of ink is made and assembled here. Uh, I mean, I'm wearing one of the sweatshirts right now. I love I love the American Giant stuff. And I, I honestly go in to get dressed and I'm just like, I just want to wear that again. I, I need to get more of it because I, I, I can't rotate it out fast enough. It's really comfortable and it lasts forever. You can tell the quality. My wife, who actually knows something about clothing, loves their stuff. She got leggings from American Giant and they're her favorite pair immediately. Uh, the American Giant patch is sewn on because it means something. It means a company that actually likes the country you live in. Isn't that a wild concept? Go to American-Giant.com slash Glenn. American-Giant.com slash G-L-E-N-N. Go there now. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Well, last year at this time, we were still recovering from uh, the um, Roe versus Wade decision being um, released and overturned. And I believe it was at about this time that we had uh, some of our Supreme Court justices, uh, you know, under attack. But good thing nobody went to jail for that. Um, Stu. We have how many cases? Ten cases remaining for them to release? Ooh, that's a good question. I think it's less than that. I think it, I have it as four is what the story that okay. I was reading. Um, and and one we, of the, we still go ahead. Go ahead. We still have the Joe uh, Joe Biden uh, loan forgiveness to come through, and quite a few others. Yeah, that's the. I mean, there's a couple big ones. Uh, the loan forgiveness one to me is the biggest one because it would basically be overturning our entire republic if they were to allow this to happen i mean it's almost that critical that they shoot this down it's the most obvious thing in the world even people on the left even joe biden's own administration uh, people like nancy pelosi have said this uh even you're talking about um over basically saying congress has no power and the this president has the power to throw around hundreds of billions of dollars without even asking Congress. I mean, that is a right. legitimately it's, it's hard to overstate what that would mean to our country. If this can, it's go a forward. rewriting of, of the constitution. Yep. It makes Congress completely irrelevant. Yeah. And it, like, if you think about like Roe versus Wade initially, like here, they kind of dug out a right that didn't exist with some weird justification. That's not this, mm-hmm. this is taking what everyone knows is in the constitution and completely reversing it reversing our entire structure of government. I mean, it it is, and everyone knows this. Joe Biden knows this. They know they can't do this. Their plan was essentially throw it out there. Maybe the court won't pick it up. Maybe we'll get lucky and they'll let us do it. And if the Supreme Court overturns it, we'll just complain about the court, right? Like we know we can't really do this, but we'll have an out and we'll say these darn Supreme Court justices, oh, they stopped us from giving you all these free loans. Come vote for us. Like that's the strategy here. They never thought they would get this through the Supreme Court. I don't think they will. Uh, but if that were to go the wrong way, oh, I think God. it would be massively uh, problematic. You also have the. It would uh, be of, bad. We would mm-hmm. we would be a dictator state that would be run by an administrator 
And that's Woodrow Wilson's literally his dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it would fundamentally change the United States. Yes, 100 uh, percent. There's the affirmative action one for colleges, the, both public and private, where you know, can, basically can you discriminate against Asians because they're really smart? It's that it's that case. They're like, hey, Asians really do well in these bad. tests. We should be able really to tell bad. that they can't come to college. Right. Which is incredible. Uh, there is uh, another First Amendment um, site. You know, someone uh, someone that runs a web design company who uh, didn't want to do a gay marriage uh, website. Another one of these types of cases. Uh, that's in there. There is um, a a postal worker who said they didn't want to work on Sundays for religious reasons. Um, and there's also there's also a religious thing, religious rights and compelled speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Supreme Court. You know, this is the web designer that, you yeah. know, that guy uh, is, is again, the cake decorator. It's the cake thing. decorator Once type again. of case again, which it should not right. be controversial in this country. Uh, it's, no. it's incredible that it is. Um, we should also mention the one that came down uh, yesterday, which was this federal uh, elections uh, situation um, where you have a, a situation where basically like the idea was can le- this legislative supremacy idea where can a can state legislature basically um, overturn, you know, it doesn't have more power than essentially the courts do and everything else to make election law. And it's sort of in the Constitution that way without qualifiers, though. Also, there's other things that you know, you, checks and balances exist. And so this went back and forth. It was a 6-3 decision um, where um Amy Coney Barrett, John Roberts, and Brett Kavanaugh all went with the liberal block. The conservative block, Gorsuch, Alito, and Thomas wrote a dissent. But if you look at the dissent, it's really um, more about whether the point was moot at this point because the specific case they're talking about has already been dealt with. Long, boring story. But what's interesting to me about it is for months, the left-wing press told us how horrible the Supreme Court was and how they were going to rule in favor of these state legislatures so that they could just overturn elections on a whim. They told us our democracy was upside down. This court, we have to pack the court because they're going to rule that, you know, conservative states can just overturn the presidential election on a whim whenever they want and cannot be any, there'll be no checks and balances. And then when it came down to it, after months and months and months of them crying, like, you know, again, the handmaid's tale is coming. Courts. This they court had to raise goes, money. Yeah, the court goes the opposite way, and there's not one bit of self-reflection. Not one bit of, why did we write 500 stories telling the American people that the country was going to end because they were going to go down this road? We were totally wrong for months and months and months and months telling the American people this. And now that the other side has happened, and this court just said, actually, no, this, you can't just do that. This was, wouldn't make any sense, which I think is probably the right ruling in this particular case. Um, though I, you know, I, I, Clarence Thomas, I think, is right that maybe it shouldn't have been ruled on at all. But the bottom line here is that they were wrong this whole time. They were totally um, hyping up an issue that did not exist. And then right. there's no apologies but, at the end of it. There never is, Glenn. No, because the, their mission was not that. It was to sow doubt and chaos. Most people will never know that the what they said was wrong. <laughs>